Welcome to Grace and Glory, the radio ministry of Grace Valley Christian Center, featuring biblical teachings of the Christian faith with Pastor P.G. Matthew, Bible teacher and former professor in Greek and theology. Pastor Matthew holds degrees from Westminster Theological Seminary, and he pastors Grace Valley Christian Center in Davis, California, adjacent to the University of California at Davis. Today, we continue with Pastor Matthew's series on the book of Acts. Last week, Pastor Matthew shared with us that there is a mandate that Jesus Christ gives every one of his chosen disciples, the mandate to declare the gospel of Christ's life, death, and resurrection in behalf of sinners. It is not to people of great talent or great learning or great position that he entrusts this mandate, but to common, weak, average people like you and me. The good news is that if Christ gives us this mandate, he will also fully equip us to fulfill the mandate. Now for part two of Mandate of the Master. If you have your Bible with you, turn with us to chapter one of the book of Acts. Now here's our teacher, Pastor Matthew. So these were a bunch of Galileans, but he taught them because he chose them. He also taught them during the 40 days after Easter. He taught them concerning the kingdom of God. That's the subject, that's the theme, kingdom of God and its expansion. That's the theme of the book of Acts, kingdom of God. It says God is king. God is king of the whole universe. You read that in Psalm 103. Especially God is king of Israel. He is king of his people who would submit to him. The father gave Jesus the throne of his father David. But David was simply a deputy king. But Jesus is the king of kings and lord of lords. He is the rock that came down and destroyed all evil empires of the world. And fills the whole earth. Because it grows into a mountain. That is the kingdom. He said, the kingdom of God is near. He said, the kingdom is in the midst of you. He said, he broke into the house of the strong man, the devil, and bound him and set the captives free. He said, I saw Satan falling down and yielding to me. The usurper Satan, the false, the liar. He defeated Satan by his death on the cross. He is the king with all authority. His subjects, you and I, his subjects, can now resist the devil and he must flee. A little word, Jesus shall put him to flight. We overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. He taught them about the kingdom of God. God's rule in human hearts. Tell them Jesus is the king. Tell them to repent. Tell them to believe on Jesus. Tell them to submit to him. And receive forgiveness and eternal life. Become citizens of this kingdom. As believers in Jesus Christ. We are citizens of heaven. Our citizenship is in heaven. 
And from there we eagerly await a Savior. The Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, he chose them. And he taught them. And he qualified them. And he commanded them. He instructed them concerning the kingdom of God. And they are to proclaim the kingdom of God. By proclaiming the King Jesus. The kingdom of God is King Jesus. Ruling and reigning. Especially in his people. And that's exactly what the apostles did. Read the last chapter. And Paul is speaking to the Jews about the kingdom of God. Repent! Come out of the kingdom of darkness and the power of Satan. Become citizens of God's kingdom. That is the message the missionaries are to proclaim. So we looked at the master and looked at the missionaries. And let me tell you a little bit more about the message the apostles expected, you know, the risen Christ who is speaking about pouring out Holy Spirit. And the apostles expected, well, this is the time, therefore, the kingdom is going to be restored to Israel. Remember, in John chapter 6, they wanted to grasp him and make him king because he fed them with bread. Remember mother of James and John coming and, and asking, making a request. Give to these two boys most powerful positions in your kingdom. Remember the question they were asking during the last week. Who is the greatest? But Jesus already said, my kingdom is not of this world. But before... He was taken up. The question is put to him. Are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? Are you going to restore to us the golden age of David and Solomon? A political kingdom and ethnic kingdom of the Jews. A kingdom of the Jews centered in Jerusalem. Are you going to defeat all of our enemies and put us in the seat of power? Are you going to cause all the treasures of the world to flow to Jerusalem? Are you going... Now to make us powerful, rich, and healthy, and wealthy. Are you going to do that? And what was the answer? Basically, shut up. And I think we still ask the same question, isn't it? I will receive Jesus. Will he make me powerful, healthy, wealthy? And the answer is the same. Shut up. Because you don't understand what you are talking about. It is still the same desire. I was in India and I, I heard the same thing. Belief in Jesus is an insurance against disasters and troubles and problems and poverty and disease. Jesus said, none of your business. About the kingdom of Israel, this is the Father's concern. He alone knows. And everything is going to happen according to his determination. Nothing happens by chance. Everything is run by the determination. According to the decree, the good pleasure of his own will. Isn't that wonderful? You cannot force Jesus to do things that we want him to do. 
Do not force God to conform to your ideas. It will never happen. You better conform to his eternal purpose and plan. And his plan is for you to proclaim to all nations. Beginning Jerusalem repentance and forgiveness of sin. In my name. What we want is again power. Fame and this and that. And we are pretty silent. About what God said. That you must be proclaiming the message. And the message is, Jesus is the Christ, the promised, promised in the Old Testament. Christ died for our sins, Christ was raised, Christ accomplished our redemption. That Jesus Christ is Lord, he's another king, greater than Caesar. And we have to declare to all nations, to Jew and Gentile, you have to tell them to receive forgiveness and eternal life. You have to tell them salvation is in Jesus only, not in anyone else. Of course, peoples of the world, you can believe in anything you want until he comes again. If you don't want to believe in Jesus Christ, that's your choice. But the truth is salvation is found in no one else. This Jesus is Lord and this Jesus is judge. Be witnesses of Jesus let me tell you, this was the last word. This is the last word, last command of the master. A Christian who refuses to bear witness to Jesus Christ is a rebel and he refuses to obey him who is the Lord of the universe. And that's why it is good to analyze all the tons of words we speak and find out how many words relate to Jesus Christ. Witness. The word wit means to know. A witness is one who knows the facts regarding the gospel. You must know personally Jesus and his work of salvation. A Christian witness is a spiritual man speaking spiritual truths to in spirit's power to lost sinners. So what a witness is. And you must know the facts. You must tell the facts. Don't speak in novel ideas. And you go to some of these liberal churches. They are always devising. Their minds are creative. They speak speculation. And philosophies. But the business of witness. Is to tell facts that he witnessed. Maybe another reason why we don't witness is we don't know him as we ought. And the facts are recorded in 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 3 and following. Go home and read it. Not only the apostles, all believers are to be witnesses. You read the book of Isaiah chapter 43 and 44. It tells us Israel was to witness to the God of Israel and they failed. But there came one from Israel, Jesus. He succeeded in being a faithful witness and he always did that which was pleasing to him. His purpose was to reveal the Father. And this Jesus sends us to be witnesses to all nations. As the Father sent me, so sent I you. And then he breathed on them the Holy Spirit. 
Study therefore to show thyself approved unto God. Know the master and know the message. Experience an encounter with the living Christ. So that you will speak about him. As the savior and lord of the universe. So Paul says in Ephesians 1. And he prays. To the Ephesians. That God may. Give them understanding. May God enlighten our understanding. That we may know the hope. Of our calling. So that we can declare with passion and conviction. That hope. To a hopeless world. In Jerusalem. Where Jesus was crucified. Where the people are hostile. Remember they. They were in a room but. They closed the door. They were all afraid. They all wanted to go back to Galilee. I said don't go to Galilee. Wait. And you must witness in Jerusalem. We can speak to the Sanhedrin. And we can speak to those who are hostile. In the power of the spirit of the living God. We are Galileans. And yet he qualifies us. Equips us. Makes us able. Sets us on fire. Drives away our fears. Fills us with the third person of the Trinity. You must do so in Judea and Samaria. They despise the Samaritans. They call them half-breed. You know, God loves Samaritans. And not only that, to the end of the earth. They call them dogs, the Gentiles. But let me tell you, the Bible levels everybody. All are sinners. God loves all sorts of sinners. He came to seek and save that which is lost. What are we speaking? What are we imagining? What are we thinking? What are our plans? Every day we are planning. Every day we are talking. From the moment we wake up, the moment we go back to bed, we are talking. Talking. Thinking. Imagining. I wonder what are we imagining? What are we talking? Just listen to our own words. And let me tell you, these are words regarding earth, the temporal world. How to make a living. The concerns and the burdens and the phobias and the anxieties and the temper tantrums. We ought to be ashamed of ourselves. Yes, we are nothing. We are Galileans. We are looked down upon. We are not the most sophisticated and cultured. We are not the most powerful. But God has chosen us. Hallelujah. He didn't choose them. He chose us. Hallelujah. Now the question is, did he choose you? Did he? Then, then he will qualify you. He will instruct you. He will make you able. Hallelujah. We have the same problem John had. He was afraid. We all are afraid. They will call me a Jesus freak. I would rather be a fool for Jesus Christ. 
one day he will come and he will determine who is a real fool a fool is one who pretends there is no God a young people you meet with all sorts of kids in school are you ashamed your lips are sealed the Sanhedrin gave a mandate also in chapter 4 of the book of Acts don't you ever speak in his name and here is the weak Peter filled with the Holy Spirit saying we must obey higher authority what can you do you can kill us you can beat us you can persecute us but we are given eternal life hallelujah we must obey higher authority who we see us seated far above all authorities and powers and realms the Lord of the universe higher authority has told us go into all the world and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to obey whatsoever I have commanded you there is higher authority we are under it is his mandate that we must obey maybe we should feel a little shame God has given us breath one day we will our tongue will be silent sooner than later and may God help us to determine today I will use my tongue and my whole life notice Jesus began to do and teach a declaration that comes from a terrible life is no evangelism the reason we don't want to declare the gospel is we like to sin and this causes us to be loaded with guilt and we lose conviction whether it is pornography or greed or whatever else it is and we have no power how can we have power when we want to practice sin how can we have power righteousness is as bold as a lion hallelujah try way of righteousness and see whether tongue will declare God would you join with me in purposing God helping us God qualifying us hallelujah we will speak the gospel hallelujah not in the church but in the world declare the gospel to the nation I will do that God helping me and I guarantee that my God will help us to do so because it is his purpose and it is his will he said don't worry about the kingdom of Israel but he shall receive power and he shall be my witnesses we are nothing but he has chosen us and gave us his name there is no greater dignity than that Heavenly Father we pray that you help us to be messengers of the master and we will declare the message Jesus is king he can destroy you, but he has purpose to save you. 
Repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You have been listening to Grace and Glory with Pastor P.G. Matthew. Join us next week as Pastor Matthew continues his series on the book of Acts with part one of Preparation for Pentecost. You can receive a free transcript of today's program or a cassette for $3. You might want to get a pen and write down our address and phone number. If you're interested in one of our recent series, just call us now at 530-756-5255. We're available to take your call. That's 530-756-5255. Or you can write us at Grace and Glory, 27173 County Road 98, Davis, California, 95616. If you're right, be sure to include the date and subject of the requested program. We invite you web users out there to log on to our website at www.gracevalley.org. If you have sound capability, you can listen to this broadcast on our website. It's available 24 hours a day worldwide. We really enjoy hearing from our listeners. Please write us to let us know how you have benefited from this ministry. And if you've enjoyed the ministry of Pastor Matthew, come visit us at Grace Valley Christian Center. Sunday worship services are 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. with Sunday school at 9 a.m. Wednesday evening Bible study is at 7 p.m. A Bible study for international students is Monday evening at 7 p.m. Call for details. Grace Valley Christian Center also offers nursery services, children's Sunday school programs, junior and senior high youth groups, and a college ministry. Visit us this week. We're on Pedrick Road, just south of Russell Boulevard in West Davis. From Sacramento or the Bay Area, take I-80 to Pedrick Road. Travel north on Pedrick Road four miles, and Grace Valley Christian Center is on the right-hand side. Pastor Matthew is currently teaching a series on the book of Acts during Sunday morning services at 10 a.m. We remind you that this is a listener-supported program. If the Holy Spirit prompts you to give to this program, we welcome your support. Join us next week at the same time for another segment of Grace and Glory, Biblical Teachings of the Christian Faith with Pastor P.G. Matthew. Don't forget to write and be sure to tune in next week. 